Welcome to another episode of The Brand Called You, a video and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience, and wisdom from hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Today, I have with me a very, very pro- successful professional from Bangalore, Preet Dupar. Preet, welcome to the show. Thank you, Ashutosh. Preet is currently the Chief Financial Officer of IKEA India. She has worked with Betton Dickinson, then with Caltex, which had a JV with IBP. She has worked with BBC Global News, Tara Donnelly and KPMG. She has been associated with Childline and Enactus. She articled with SP Billimoria, which is now Deloitte. And interestingly, she's a very active fundraiser and has been awarded several times. So Preet, tell me, what would you say are three key milestones in your career or your life? I think three key milestones. And for me, um, the first one actually is the fact that um, when I was starting to do my CA and I chose to do CA, um, there was this question of, you know, where do you do your articles? And I, you know, was, was uh, joined SP Billimoria, actually with a lot of great resistance from my family. And resistance came because, you know, after 21 years of protected life, uh, you know, at home in a very protected environment, you suddenly stepped into, you know, Delhi. So Aruna Asafali Road, mm-hmm. the first, you know, Volta's audit, and you were spending... Uh, uh, you know, from I think the first day I was allowed to go home at seven o'clock saying it's your first day. <laughs> okay. And all the other days were till, you know, 10 o'clock every night. So you suddenly went from, you know, that environment to um, working very long hours, uh, you know, at work, people at home not being aware of your whereabouts. This is not the time of mobile phones, you know, as mm-hmm. but, um, but I have to say I persisted. And that to me gave me the professional grounding. And set the right base, uh, you know, to develop my work ethic, to, you know, to, to look at certain values, which I think is really, really critical right at the start of your career. Mm-hmm. I think that gave me the great base that, you know, that, that I needed. Then I would also say my stint in the BBC. Mm-hmm. My role in the BBC, I worked with, them, with the BBC for 14 years. That's a very wow. long time. Mm-hmm. And uh, my role in the BBC started out being finance manager of one division and then it expanded over a period of time you know, two multiple divisions. So I got exposure of um, news, non-news, entertainment mm-hmm. sector, you know, as well with an organization like BBC Media Action. Also, my role was wider than finance. So by the time I left there, I was chief operating officer for mm-hmm. the news, uh, you know, business, the commercial. And I was working majorly on the commercial side uh, mm-hmm. of business. And so I, I think it gave me a huge amount of exposure. Mm-hmm. Entertainment at that point of time was also a new industry, right? A lot of stakeholder work, you know, a lot of working with the government on policy formulation. Right. The downlinking policy got introduced at that point of time. We were still, and I don't think that is still allowed. News and FM was not allowed. So, so a lot of engagement with the government, a lot of policy formulation, industry associations. I think it gave me a much wider exposure than uh, you you would get in a typical, uh, you know, finance role. So. Mm-hmm contributed a lot to my overall development and I think my stint in the BBC also in Beckton Dickinson actually set the almost like the 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 base for future career options to say I want to work for an organization that has a purpose that I believe in Uh, and that became like very very important to me so I huge amount of respect uh, I think for all the organizations I've worked Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. used to have uh, you know I don't know what their vision statement is now but to help people lead 
you know healthier healthier things or something like that and and those those sound like lofty statements but there's a lot of work that goes be you create those statements they are not i mean you you worked with companies like that yourself so you know that these are not empty statements or empty claims for me yeah so um again uh, huge respect for you know the way of the bbc operated uh, and its uh, values and its strategic purpose that it stands for mm-hmm. and of course ikea and that is the best combination i think i could find when i wanted to uh, branch out do something different uh, of um, both us you know the the I, i think a new brand in the market you know so the combination of a startup and a well known large organization as well as a combination of an organization that believes in growth but it also believes in being you know planet positive there is the purpose uh, you know behind the business which is very very strong and very strongly led as well so couldn't have found myself you know in a better place and the last 6 years in ikea have been tremendous learning and i do yes. every single you know minute that i've spent here fantastic prit let's talk about ikea you yes. know your first store generated incredible nationwide attention what are the challenges you face as such a highly global brand the indians are looking for some some incredible aspirations from the brand and i know i saw there were mile long queues in hyderabad what are the challenges you face in meeting aspirations of uh, people so as you said so hyderabad opened you know just this week in 2018 right and uh, i i don't I don't think we sit with challenges in meeting the aspirations of people because I think we spend and or IKEA spends a lot of time in uh, understanding life at home in the key markets and uh, we we did that a lot of that you know in India we did thousands of home visits um, and we continue to do that right mm-hmm. to understand what are people's needs what are people's dreams what are people's aspirations and then how can we step in with uh, you know products and solutions and services so i think that is a starting point for every ikea product mm. you know that is designed so and then we work with the supply chain to ensure that we have you know the relevant products uh, you know for for the market um having said that the expectations from obviously a large brand like us are are huge uh, we believe that we have uh, you know the right products and solutions so when we come to i don't know if you've read in the news that we are opening mumbai yeah and uh, i think by the time i don't know whether by the time this broadcasts you know where will we be but uh, mm-hmm. we are opening the navi mumbai store on the 18th of uh, okay. yes and uh, and if you visit the navi mumbai store you will also see that the um, you know the the solutions the way the, the way the room sets are designed the way the solutions are represented there you know the kind of products that are represented there will be different from what is there in hyderabad and and it's because it reflects the life of people in mumbai and the hyderabad store will reflect the life of people in uh, in hyderabad so i will so, so i think from that perspective uh, one that I, we have the products and solutions second that we continue to to develop okay. then the other aspect of course is that people want us to be everywhere right mm-hmm. and um, maybe when we talk a bit more, more about you know expansion you know then the, it it will take us a bit of time to expand you know across the market so the most often asked question of ikea is when are you opening you know in this city and when will right. you be available uh, you know in xyz you know in fact when i when i read that you're going to be opening in noida my first reaction is why noida why not gurgaon you know we are opening in gurgaon as well <laughs> okay that's that's really yeah land in gurgaon as well Yeah. Fair enough. So then, I think it will take us time as well to raise the awareness of who, who are we as a brand. I think an interesting anecdote I'd like to share. Mm-hmm. 
when we opened hyderabad is that you know obviously people were not aware of what is ikea there isn't really i think anything of the size and scale and range that an ikea offers mm-hmm. you know on roof that is you know available in the country today so when people went into the store into the into the store there was a lot of curiosity about what is it here and you if you've been to ikea yourself you know first one of the first few room sets is where people were and then you know uh, we had to kind of support people to to move forward to sort of say you know there's a huge store you know sitting in front and those are also learnings that we have taken to say yeah. we need to we we as well have uh, you know mumbai uh, you know raising the awareness of what an ikea store looks like is going to be also part of our communication mm. therefore to to the uh, to the customers so we make it easier for people to understand us wonderful it'll take time it'll take time for that knowledge to get built once our presence increases across the country fantastic and you know as you scale up what are some of the challenges so i think i'd like to say that ikea is a long term investor um, in the market and it believes in doing things in the right way setting the foundation and maybe that takes us a little longer so i think time is kind of you know uh, is 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 the challenge a lot mm-hmm. of time to say what are you doing and why are you not in this market but um, if you understand from a physical expansion perspective then the size of our stores even when we are doing different formats because we are also evolving as an organization globally and uh, we want to be where the many people are so uh, you know we are doing different formats there are large formats small stores small format stores and uh, but even then the size of our smaller stores is also bigger than you know the average retail size that Mm-hmm. and then we come with certain requirements on you know safety and security safety norms and you know what is called the iwa when we deal with suppliers and um, and and therefore it takes us time and uh, land acquisition itself is a very long process mm-hmm. you know sometimes the land acquisition itself takes a long time our principle is that we buy land and construct our own stores okay. yeah so it will always be a combination of um, places where we buy land but we also lease so we will do both so time as as i said it it takes us time to uh, to therefore expand in the market and obviously omnichannel is is the solution i mean uh, that is why ikea is online as well even today in the markets uh, you know that we exist in and that's what we want to do so we want to go to a market with mm-hmm. the entire platform of combination of store online and be able to offer services and solutions because you also know that we are um, you know a diy company you don't get a chair you get it in components and right. you either do the assembly or of course we support with uh, with assembly but but i also have to say that ikea that that um, the way india picks up on diy is is also incredible i think mm-hmm. and and i've always said that that uh, indians are actually very very quick to adapt mm-hmm. you know to to new solutions so i think the whole uh, concept of diy will also pick up in in india absolutely no it has to it has to So you know, let me now move to some more questions, and these are for you uh, more. You know, you've been a CFO for such a long time and such large companies, and you know, you had such an amazing career. My question to you is: What are some of the important qualities a CFO should have? I think the CFO, as a CFO, you have to think like a CEO. Okay. I, and I genuinely say that I'm not saying it, you know, for the for the sake. Oh no, I agree with you. Have, you have to have the mindset of a CEO. Okay? Correct. 
and trust me as a cfo you also feel the responsibility you know of of so you have to understand the business you have to understand the key drivers you have to understand the risks and opportunities competition and all of that so you can't just be focused on mm-hmm. as are a result of what you're doing in the business yeah and so we kind of start from the other end and i think that is that is wrong mm-hmm. numbers are a result of what you do in the business and therefore focus first on what are we doing in the business focus on the customer mm-hmm. so 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 yeah so for me a cfo role is actually a very interesting role because it's it's business as well as numbers and uh, you have to support growth you have to support innovation and ensure that the business moves in the right strategic direction and at the same time the responsibilities maybe that some of the other people don't have in the organization also you sit with because you sit responsibility to ensure that there is the right governance set up that is you know the right um, risk based decision making set up different levels of assurance mm-hmm. financial control so that foundation is very key and ashutosh here i do want to say something and 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 this is also aimed towards the you know finance community it is if i may use the word it is sexy to work on the strategic side right mm-hmm. but if you don't get your base right correct yeah you will not succeed absolutely so i think the focus has to be equal on on both and and sometimes you know we can get focused on one or the other but we have to find the balance to focus on on both the areas absolutely no cfo is a very critical role and i've often said you know that cfo should think like a ceo and yet provide the checks and balances to the uh, you know to the organization and the ceo yeah in a diplomatic manner so so be prepared to operate like <laughs> super women <laughs> wonderful so tell me now you know you must be leading like you know large teams my question to you is what is preet's leadership style hmm i should ask my teams that question <laughs> no i know but what is your thought i did ask uh, you know before i came on uh, you mm-hmm. know and i would say that i am a democratic leader i okay. think i listen to people i mm-hmm. take people's views into account i also take facts into you know you have But I also think I have the right balance between a strategic mindset and the ability to drill down into details. I've always said that to say you need to be strategic yet roll up your sleeves and get down to work. You know, if if that is if that is what is needed. So I think that's generally my uh, my leadership style. I think I'm also very demanding. Um, I am creative uh, as an individual as well. I've been an amateur theatre artist, in, you know, uh, uh, you know as well, and. Uh, and maybe a little lack of patience yeah which basically means that there is a drive for doing things fast there is a drive for speed and accuracy and that's a good, you know balance so sometimes i do i can come across as being very demanding you know to my own people uh, but that's maybe because i say that i set high standards for myself and therefore i get the same you know from from people around me and i can also come across as impatient i'm otherwise one two other things maybe very straightforward person mm-hmm. and it and that's also my expectation therefore from you know people around me and i would also say i'm actually fairly perceptive i can read a lot of what's going on between you know b- between the lines i may not always you know say things but uh, yeah don't, don't think don't take kindness for being uh, you know for being a fool <laughs> <laughs> okay what is the right word the you know an iron fist in a velvet glove yeah maybe <laughs> okay good so please let's talk a little bit now uh, on another subject which is on gender diversity sure 
and you know we have been talking about gender diversity in our country in the last 5 7 8 10 years in the western world it's of course much much more acceptable and in the the region where ikea comes from it is probably the first set of scandinavian countries the first to bring this in what are your thoughts on how we can correct or improve correct maybe the wrong word the gender diversity in a country in the corporate world that's an interesting question ashutosh because if i speak from personal experience mm-hmm. i have to say that and then maybe it's it's the fact that i've had the privilege to work in the organizations that right. i've uh, you know i've worked i'm not really faced except once in a while i've never I've, i've really not faced challenges at work mm-hmm. right i believe challenges exist much more in the society mm-hmm. the challenges exist in our homes the challenges exist in our families mm-hmm. much more than they exist um, at work especially if we talk of large multinational you know international organizations mm-hmm. or already from a from a business mindset perspective actually very including to to diversity mm-hmm. uh, gender diversity right having having said that of course when i say mindset change so i think the first change is the mindset change mm-hmm. and that mindset change we need to then work in also our personal environments to bring about that mindset change right so if if for example today you are the ceo of an organization mm-hmm. right you may be saying the right things in your company but are you really doing the right things in mm-hmm. your life at home amongst your friends you know is your family actually calling out to you if you're un- sorry i'm not directing this at you but is your family actually I'm with you. calling out behaviors where you're you're demonstrating a gender bias or you know so it's so i so i think the change needs to happen me change a wider change will come from society okay and then of course corporates need to step in uh, with their you know with their bit and here if i talk about yeah uh, when we started out here saying we will pick up on gender as an aspect of diversity so diversity also has many aspects mm-hmm. right say we started in ikea saying we're going to focus on gender and we're going to hire 50 50 men women across all levels mm-hmm. that was not an easy task and people said to us that this cannot work but i have to give credit to the hr leadership in the team who persisted who would not let us hire so even people like me who want to hire women sometimes you you just not getting you know the right candidate because i think the other mindset that i'd really like to move people away from and i hate it when people actually come and tell you headhunters will come and tell you oh we have a diversity candidate i'm sorry i don't understand that word mm. right i'm not looking for i am looking for the right candidate right for this job right you know. now whether that's a man or a woman you know is then a different thing mm-hmm. persist to say no i will find the right woman for the job mm-hmm. it's a lot of time patience also then for an organization to the to 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 sort of say i am going to persist with this mm-hmm. ikea really did that mm-hmm. you know i think so 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 we are well on our way to you know 50 50 very close to 50 50 and uh, you know we'll continue to 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 remain on that so it's i would encourage all of us as leaders man or woman to uh, actually call out gender bias in society mm. and in our you know personal environments uh, you know much more uh, than we probably do mm. well said so preet i've got time for two or three questions for you personally now sure my first question is that you know such an amazing career so far and such a great you know future ahead What does success mean to Preet? Okay. 
success to me uh, actually means making a tangible difference mm-hmm. to where i'm working okay. yeah that is what success means to me mm-hmm. a tangible difference uh, and it doesn't it doesn't come alone no no sole person is responsible for you know any large change that you can you can make but if you're actually sitting as a driver of that change or mm-hmm. uh, you know you're able to move the organization to to probably do things you know in a certain manner uh that is so so leaving an impact leaving a legacy is what success means to mm-hmm. me and if i give the example say um about a year ago um i also took on the additional responsibility for sustainability within my organization okay. mm-hmm. yeah and uh, a lot of people can kind of ask me the question as a C, you know your cfo and also responsible for sustainability mm-hmm. well yes and i think that also gives me the ability to actually drive the topic mm-hmm. in a much stronger manner allocate resources for that topic hmm. you know the resources need to be allocated so what i'd really like to do is actually ensure we set sustainability for ikea in india on the right track right. and that will be success to me okay fantastic and the follow up question to that would be that where do you get your inspiration from always my father okay and uh, i lost my dad a few years ago now but uh, yeah he my values i always say anything good about me is him and if anything bad i've developed you know uh, okay but uh, you know his 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 ethic he a very very value based person also very spiritual person huge amount of work ethic um, you know never give up attitude or try anything new you know so all of that he even learning you know to to say he at the age of uh, after retirement he actually picked up because that was his passion he started to learn classical music mm-hmm. so uh, you know lifelong learning uh, everything is a learning life is an experiment so he he's he kind of really taught me all of that and you know we talk about gender diversity i have seen my father support at home i've learned cooking from him amazing so this whole aspect of challenge the society so he will be my forever on you know inspiration if i and I, again i don't in ikea but if i also talk about ingvar kamprad the founder of you know ikea what a leg what an organization you know he has created if you look at it and when i joined ikea i was given the and, and it's available on the internet as well who's actually watching this called the testament of a furniture dealer right and that to me is life lessons i mean i read that book and i swear i did not even like negotiate for salary or anything like that i was like sold i said i'm going to join this organization fantastic even to it as part of my you know interview process and it just resonated so well with me in terms of you know you know what he spoke about being entrepreneurial being cost conscious being value based putting the customer at the heart of everything mm-hmm. being planet and people positive and and that's that's what ikea is today so mm. i think those fantastic. those two people would remain my source of inspiration fantastic and my last question to you you know thousands of people are going to watch our interview and they will listen to you speak on your podcasts what would your advice be to a young individual starting off on their career in the corporate world so let me say first of all i think you know a lot of people say find you know for have the passion find your passion and you know work in that area mm-hmm. but i'd like to balance that out a bit so very good if you're able to um, you know also have the ability and the privilege to find your passion and work with it but normally it's maybe not that easy at the start of your career, okay. you know, career but then whatever you do choose 
to do whatever mm. you end up doing just do your best mm. i think that would be my first advice half hearted work does not get you anywhere correct if you don't if you if you don't bring your entire self at work then i'm sorry don't work <laughs> agree yeah. find something else to do mm. that would be my first uh, advice the second one would be all of us go through a lot of challenges and you know tough times and don't get disheartened take mm. the and and move on sometimes challenges do bring out you know the best in us don't don't let it mm. get you get you down find your support networks mm. um, you know within or outside the organization i would also say support people around you try to be kind try not to judge we have no clue what's going on in anyone's life mm. right and um, we spend a majority of our time at work so let's make that place workplace a safe people place where you know people feel feel supported mm-hmm. yeah and other than that i will always say to any new any young people and i and i think the young people do that you know mm-hmm. be bold for change take take risks and be bold for change in business in society in your personal lives disruption is what drives development so don't be afraid to ask uncomfortable questions fantastic and stand up for what you believe in fantastic fantastic we thank you so much it's been such a pleasure speaking to you i wish you lots and lots of success thank you very much ashutosh pleasure talking to you as well thank you, thank you. Thank you for listening to the brand called You Videocast and Podcast, a platform that brings you knowledge, experience, and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Do visit our website www.tbcy.in to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals. You can also follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just search for the brand called You.